Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil Alemin. Ve usalli ve usallam ala seyyidil evvelin ve ahirin nebiyyena Muhammeden ve ala alihi ve sahbihi ve barik ve sallam. Elhamdülillah. We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the glorious revelation al-Quran. And we have entered into the 20th section. And this section is a power-packed revelation. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed this book over a period of 23 years. There was the Meccan period of 13 years, the Medina period of 10 years. And it is in the Meccan period that the foundations of the faith were developed. The Muslims were in a weakened position, struggling, getting their personality together, coming close to Allah Azza wa Jal, going through changes and hardships. And that is parallel to what Muslims are in, in a sense, today. Because Muslims find themselves in a weakened position and they find themselves surrounded by international powers of sometimes irresistible strength. So in this section with Surat al-Namal, the ant, and Surat al-Qasas, which is the stories of the prophets, and Surat al-Ankabut, of the spider, half of it, these chapters are Mekkiyya, and the Meccan period is the foundational period. And within these chapters, to strengthen the belief and the Tawheed, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed his power through the stories of the prophets. The story of Musa alayhi salam and his struggle with the irresistible power of the Pharaoh, probably the most powerful organized civilization on the face of the planet Earth. The story of Lut alayhi salam and what he went into in Sodom and Gomorrah and the ultimate destruction of the people involved in sexual immorality. And the story of Suleiman alayhi salam. So much is revealed uh, in this chapter. It is so power packed. But I want to focus on the story of Suleiman alayhi salam. And of course, this is coming in uh, succession to the Prophet Dawood alayhi salam. And in Surah An-Naml, we find um, right from the beginning uh, in the 15th verse, we find that Allah Azza wa is telling us, indeed, we granted knowledge to Dawood and Sulaiman, and they said in acknowledgement, all praises for Allah who made us excel over many of his faithful servants. And um, Allah tells us, and Dawood was succeeded by Sulaiman, who said, O people, we have been taught the language of birds and been given everything we need. This indeed is a great privilege. So Sulaiman alayhi salam was given an amazing quality. He could communicate with animals. He could communicate even with the jinn. And so you could say he was the most powerful ruler that ever lived in history. The 17th verse is talking about Sulaiman's forces. And it says Sulaiman's forces of the jinn, humans and birds were gathered together, perfectly organized. And when they came across a valley of ants, and this is the point where our, our witness is. Allah tells us, Hatta ida atau ala wadin namal, kalat namlatun ya ayuhan namal, 
ادخلوا مساكنكم لا يحتمنكم سليمان وجنوده وهم لا يشعرون At length when they came to a valley of ants one of the ants said O ants get into your habitations lest Suleiman and his host crush you under their feet without knowing it So the ant and it's interesting and it's a miracle that Allah said namla so feminine because the majority of the worker ants they are females how could the prophet muhammad peace be upon him have known something like this what is the quality of the ant there is a vast army in front of this tiny ant and so the ant instead of just running communicates to the other ants and shows cooperation and tries to inform them and this is the quality and i want to focus on the quality of the ants and why would allah subhanahu wa ta'ala choose ants and even name the chapter surah an-naml this is a tiny creature but we have to recognize that there are over 12000 species of ants that the ants there are 2 million ants for every person on earth they live in every single part of the planet except antarctica they are the most successful creature in allah's creation So this tiny creature is the most successful and you can see why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would choose this creature because on an individual level one ant can lift 50 times its weight but when they come together they make up super colonies 10 million ants can come into a colony of billions of ants but what is important about the ants they think with one mind umma they have consciousness of one group and that is the great lessons and the, and the ants and we need to study the, the the life of the ants so much to get the, the the value out of this creature of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ants are known for their character if life gets difficult and they did an experiment on argentinian ants and they blocked the way the more difficult it became the more polite they came with each other When an ant passes another ant every time they communicate with their antennas that's like giving salams not like muslims who the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said the time would come when there would be salam al khas only a special salam for your friends and for your relatives the ants give the beautiful example they cooperate with each other the queen of the ants the drones who are the males There are ants that look like um hydraulic equipment. There are mujahideen ants, there are fighter ants, but they all live together in perfect harmony. Rebellion is pointless. You cannot rebel. There is no socialist revolution. They live in harmony as Allah's creation. This is an example for us. Submission to Allah. Hard work, character, acceptance of each other even if there are differences selflessness especially in difficulty operational unity that we unite with each other regardless of the type we are or the circumstance look at the muslim world today different languages different nationalities but we unite with each other thinking in one mind and even though we may be strong individually we are humble to each other 
and we always think in a positive way. This is the beautiful example of the ants that comes in this mighty section of the Quran. Following this, we have Surah Al-Qasas. And this uh, beautiful chapter gives us the stories of the prophets and especially the circumstances of Fir'aun, the Pharaoh, and Musa alayhi salam. And we want to find relevance. This is the basis of our study. There are so many ways to look at the Quran. There is language, there is imagery, there is so much, but we today need relevance. We need to extract the gems of wisdom from the Book of Allah. And we find that right in the beginning of Surah Al-Qasas, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, is telling us in these uh, early verses that he has revealed right from uh, the fourth verse Allah tells us inna fir'auna ala fil ard wa ja'ala ahlaha shi'an yastad'ifu ta'ifatan minhum yudhabbihu abna'ahum wa yastahyi nisa'ahum innahu kana min al-mufsidin indeed pharaoh arrogantly elevated himself in the land look at the superpowers of the world today and he divided its people into subservient groups, killing their sons and keeping their women alive. He was truly one of the corruptest. Look at the world today. We are divided into East and to West, into nation states, into racial groups, religious conflict. All of this is being funded by the powers. Many times when wars are happening, the funding is coming from the superpowers to both sides so that we can continue to fight each other and be controlled. Allah Azawajal shows very clearly, and this is a deep, deep point. What the Pharaoh did was he killed the males. He destroyed masculinity and he kept the females alive in order to gain power and divide the society. Today we find a war being waged on masculinity and the young male youth. And any time a young man is, is very strong and outspoken, this is toxic masculinity. You see, the struggle is not just to kill the youth. And it happens today. We see in Palestine and, and other places, male youth being killed. But it's also killing psychologically. And at the same time, the Pharaoh, like today, kept the females alive. In other words, he empowered them. He confused them with materials. And we see that happening today in the world with the modern Pharaohs who are controlling our societies. But Allah tells us in the fifth verse, وَنُرِيدُ but it is our will to favor those who were oppressed in the land, making them a'imma, making them leaders, models of faith, as well as successes who will inherit the earth. So ultimately, Allah's power will overcome the Pharaoh's arrogant stance in the land. It happened in those days, and inshallah, it will happen again. For the rest of this Jews, Surah Al-Ankabut, it is so beautiful, it is so packed, that we will look at the 21st Jews, inshallah, 
to see the essence of Ankabut because it spills over into the other uh, section as well. So many lessons, so much beauty in this, in this book, so much relevance to our world today. I leave you with these thoughts and I ask Allah to have mercy on you and me. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.